We just want to thank God for a day like this. Only the living can praise you. As we look back into eternity past when we're condemned to eternal damnation. We thank God that the Son of God chose to die for us. Lord Jesus Christ, you despised the shame. You took on the blame. And you stood in our place. And you made the sacrifice to pay for a debt we owe that we could never pay off. And by so doing, you became the author of salvation. The Bible says you were crucified and laid behind a stone. But on the third day, the Father raised you up in glory. And so we of all men are the most blessed. On this Resurrection Sunday, we magnify the name of the Lord. We render praise with thanksgiving unto God. Because now we who were enemies of the cross, we have become adopted into the family of God. And we're named after the Father. And by the covenant of grace, we're destined to win. How could we ever repay you? We forget about what we're going through. We forget about what we don't have. What you have given us already is the guarantee that every other thing you will do for us. Didn't the Bible say, if God did not spare his own son, but gave him to us to die for us, what with that gift will he not freely give unto us? Even as we worship this morning, may the heavens be open over us. May our worship and our thanks even and our gratitude cause a divine reciprocation by which the Father will open the windows of heaven and pour us down blessings that will, that will, that will convert every problem into a testimony, every struggle into a victory and so shall it be to the glory of God. Thank you for all my brothers and sisters joining in across the world. We thank God for the world streaming in from the Americas, those streaming in from the Europe, those streaming in from the Far East, those streaming in from, the, from, the, from Asia. We say, Lord, let the same blessing rest upon every one of us. We give you thanks and praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. I said amen. You know, brethren, this is the most wonderful day in the Christian calendar. It is the highlight of our year. It is the attestation that Jesus rose from the dead. And the only day that's going to be superior to this is when he comes back to receive us unto himself. What joy it shall be. We spend the time preparing for his coming. And one of the ways we best do that is to worship the Lord on a day like this with hymns. The kind of hymn that opens up the heart of God unto us. And I want to thank God for our award-winning award Grace Chorale as they lead us in this very special hymn just to bless the Lord today. It is entitled, In Christ Alone. Hallelujah. And Deji, I would like you to lighten your screen. Grace Chorale, you look a little dark. I know you're more beautiful than that. But let us take that hymn as you adjust so that we see your beautiful faces. All right, we'll take our hymn in Christ alone.
sinking sound. Christ alone is the sufficiency of all things. And today we want to thank God for him, for God giving us this great Savior. And we want to bless the Lord Jesus Christ, the author of everlasting life. And I thank God that when times this way to eternity, by the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ, when my mortality will put on immortality and the grave will lose its power and death has nothing to do with us and we arise into glory. 
caught up with the Lord forever to be with the Lord, to reign in glory. If you are a child of the covenant of grace, I want you to just lift up your hands and bless the Lord on this glorious resurrection morning. The guarantee that in time and eternity, all is settled concerning us. Glory and honor, majesty and dominion and thanks being be unto the Lord our God. Can I hear you say aloud, amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah. Oh, what a glorious celebration day it is today. I want to say to all, wherever you're streaming in for, the Lord is still the Lord of the airwaves. I want to say, have a blessed Easter period. Have a blessed uh, Resurrection Sunday. And tomorrow, when we're going to relax, we call it Easter Monday, we're going to be having fun wherever we are because the Lord is ever-present with us. This morning, again, you say, I keep saying this, I miss the children of Grace Assembly. I know I miss you, the adults, but there's something about children. Even Jesus treated them specially. And I want to say to the children of Grace Assembly, I know a lot of you are watching with your parents. I want to say hi, and Pastor really loves you and he misses you. And I want to encourage you because of your... Um, your Bible recitation challenge. I heard about that. My mom, my wife told me that on the on, on the group on their group they're preparing you. You're going to record your uh, your Bible recitation, and I we're going to post it on all the chat groups, and we're going to see how greatly blessed we are. Didn't the Bible says the best gift that God gives our children? A round of applause for the children of Grace Assembly. Give it your very best, your Bible recitation challenge. I know you're going to kill it. Hallelujah. I want to say hello to everybody, particularly our viewers who are not particularly in Nigeria. I know that you're streaming in from all over the place. I want to thank friends and families for wherever you are. God has a blessing for you today. You know, on a day like this, you begin to wonder, why? how come... Easter falls right in the middle of a global incarceration where we cannot go out, where we cannot mix, where we cannot enjoy a lot of things. God so ordained it that the power of resurrection is going to ignite and explode in the middle of whatever hell the devil was planning. And that's why I know because Easter has come and this is Resurrection Sunday where resurrection power is going to be unleashed in our favor that this God is coming to an end. Can I hear a loud amen by the power of resurrection? Hallelujah. It is divine that Easter falls right in the middle of this. From today, I decree and I declare, by the power of resurrection, things begin to line up according to the will of God for us, even on a global level, on a national level, on a, on a state level, on a city level, on a family level, and an individual level, in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I'm glad to bring you the word of God today. And... In a time like this, you wonder if you are a pastor, what am I going to say? How does Easter fit into this disconcerting, we don't understand it, almost hopeless situation? It has. There's a message for you. Because I waited on the Lord and I heard the Lord give me a message. It will bless you this morning. I want, to, I want you to take your Bibles. I want you to take your Bibles. And come with me to John chapter 20. I'm going to read verses 19 to 20. I'm sure it will be posted on the screen right now. 
John 20, verses 19 to 20, the New Living Translation. The New Living Translation. The message I have for you I entitled, How Great Thou Art. How great the Lord art thou. How great thou art. I read. It says, that Sunday morning, no, that Sunday evening, particularly talking about the resurrection Sunday. That Sunday evening, the disciples were meeting behind locked doors because they were afraid. Hello. That Sunday evening, the disciples were meeting behind locked doors because they were afraid. Does that not fit into our situation? It doesn't matter what they were afraid of. It doesn't matter what we're afraid of, but we're all locked in. And we're meeting behind locked doors and locked ins. That Sunday evening, the resurrection Sunday evening, the disciples were meeting behind locked doors because they were afraid of what? Of the Jewish leaders. We're afraid of COVID. We're afraid of all kinds of things, but same difference. The Bible says in verse 20, suddenly, in the middle of the lockdown, in the middle of the lock-in, <laughs> Jesus was standing there among them. It means Jesus will show up when we really need him. Suddenly Jesus was standing there amongst them saying, Peace be to, with you. That was the message. He didn't interrogate the process of locking in. He didn't chastise them that rather than a countdown unto my resurrection when you should be celebrating he didn't talk about why are you afraid when i said to you fear not fear not you see when you are really in a lockdown situation like this when we're afraid when we're going through the lord doesn't bother with those things he shows up to pronounce peace wherever you are no matter what is going on May the peace that comes with the resurrection blessing of the Lord be released and superimposed upon every trepidation, every fear, every, every trauma, every, 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 every turbulence, every terror that hitherto you have been dealing with. So it is in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Prince of Peace said, he said to them, peace be with you. Let me read that again very quickly. That Sunday evening resurrection sunday when they had gone when mary had gone to the tomb and didn't find jesus and all that happened and jesus said don't worry i'll meet i'll meet up with you that sunday evening the disciples were still hiding they were still locked in they were still locked down meeting behind locked doors because they were afraid that's john 20 verses 19 to 20 the living the New Living Translation. The New Living Translation. I beg your pardon. The New Living Translation. I, I'm, I'm sure it will show up on your screen just in case you don't have that translation. That Sunday evening, the disciples were meeting behind locked doors because they were afraid. They were afraid in that situation of the Jewish leaders. I don't know what you're afraid of, but on Resurrection Man, the Bible says, suddenly, lights came in and darkness had to dispel jesus was standing there amongst them i say jesus is standing with us the lord is with you it doesn't matter what is going on around you 
And he's saying, peace be with you. Just the same way he said, peace be still to the waters of turbulence and the waters of terror. And everything was still. So will the peace of God bring to, to a quiet, quiet position everything that has been turbulent in your life in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And in, and in, and in verse 20, the Bible says, as he spoke, he showed them his wounds in his hand and his side. And they were filled with joy when they saw the Lord. Hmm. As he spoke, he showed them the wounds. The attestation that death could not hold him captive. I am the Lord. The resurrection and the life. And he asked Martha, and I asked you this morning. He says, he says Martha, do you not know that I am not just one who resurrects people? I'm not just one who expresses resurrection. I am actually the resurrection itself. That's who I am. That's what I am. And that's what I do. And so when he showed them there, it was proof that this is the resurrection himself. And they were filled with joy. You have a choice, child of God, this morning to, to re let your joy of salvation bubble up again. You have a right to cast away the shadows of, of, of fear and all and choose to be joyful. The Bible says they were filled, not that they were, they were happy, they were filled with joy when they saw the Lord. I present the Lord to you, the one that shows up when we're locked down and we're locked behind doors. The Amplified Version of John 20 and verse 9 is very helpful. John 20 verse 9, the Amplified Version. I hope it comes up on the screen as well. The Bible says, Then on that same day of the week, when it was evening, it says, Though the disciples were behind closed doors for fear. Although the disciples were behind closed doors for fear. The word although means or points to the fact that they shouldn't have been. Although the disciples were behind closed doors for fear of the Jews, Jesus came. Although they didn't get it quite right, Jesus came and stood amongst them and said, peace to you. Although we may not be handling everything according to faith that we should have, although we may not be pronouncing the declaration of victory every, all the time that we're supposed to do that, the Bible says, although the disciples were behind closed doors, Although we're all now behind closed doors, and that's why we're not in the building together, because we're afraid of something we can't see, something so devastating is worldwide, it threatens governments and economies. Uh, Jesus came and stood amongst them. Suddenly he showed up, and the Lord is showing up. That's why I know that his stuff is designed by God to fall into the middle of this thing. That is proof that he's showing himself, and he's saying, peace, be still. Peace to every terror. Peace to every threat. Peace to every machination of evil schemings of wicked men. Peace concerning every possibility that our lives can disintegrate. Peace to you. And let every storm and every wave be silenced in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. My message to you this morning, I entitled, How Great Thou Art. On the day of resurrection, although they were hiding, Although they were behind closed doors. When they should be counting down to the resurrection. If they really believed, they will not be afraid. If they really believed, they will be getting ready. Their party poppers, their, 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 their party streamers and so on. To, to celebrate, but they were hiding. In spite of that, child of God. It just shows you the extent of the love of God. Even when we don't get it right. 
the king of grace, the God of all grace, uh, the prince of peace, he shows up to every family that maybe this lock-in has been bringing some uh, disagreements and pressure, the peace of the Lord. Even if situations that your economy in that house is now torn apart, the peace of the Lord. And you know what happens? It's peace that precedes the manifestation of the miracle of what we're praying about. And I'm going to get to the point where, I, as I promised, we're going to download the power of resurrection. It wasn't just released because of Jesus. It was released as a demonstration that we see it at work and that we receive it and then we activate it. In the place of prayer, we will activate today the downloading of the power of resurrection. I know somebody saying amen and amen there. Let me show you how this works. Uh, the downloading of this wonderful power of resurrection. As we celebrate it, it's not enough. That's just admiring it. That's just celebrating. What about connecting with it? This morning, the Lord says, I'm not only the one that resurrects. I'm not only the one that enjoyed resurrection or experienced resurrection. I am the resurrection and the life. If you have a resurrection power, should be at work. Receive it. That's why he asked Mata. He says, I am the he said, he said, Mata, your brother will rise again. Mata said, in the in at the end of time, he said, Oh my God, you're so close to me, you don't understand. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. He said, Do you believe this? And then he demonstrated it to Mata by bringing Lazarus from the grave. And he's going to demonstrate it today by bringing to life what was dead or comatos in your life. Can you say amen to that? Let me read Ephesians chapter 1 verses 19 to 20 i read from the new king james version ephesians 1 19 to 28 in the new king james version to set the 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 the, 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 the ground ready to make ready where we're going which is the downloading and the appropriating of the resurrection power the bible says and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe According to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead. I read again. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe? According to the working of his mighty power that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead. He's saying the exceeding greatness of the power of God towards us can only be compared and take root and measured by the mighty power exercised when he raised Jesus Christ from the dead. It was the greatest demonstration of power ever in creation. And God says that power is available to us. I want you to say, I, I receive it, I tap into it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is about time. We will celebrate resurrection, but the resurrection power cannot remain dormant and idle in our life. By our prayer today, by our connecting, we're not going to be like Martha, just witness it. We're not going to be like Mary, all religious and all, all always following Jesus and never tapped into it. We are the recipients of God's grace. We will tap into it in Jesus' name. So I want to move to prayers. The prayers will be to appropriate, to appropriate the resurrection power of God demonstrated in the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ so that we're not just celebrating it but we're also downloading this mighty power because the Bible says it is the exceeding greatness of power towards us 
It is released to us and we connect with it in prayer today. As a matter of fact, in Philippians 3 and verse 10a, Paul said to the Philippians, he said, this is my goal in life and in ministry, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. He said, this is what I'm all about, that I may know Christ, the A side, the B side, and I may know and connect to the, the power of his resurrection. The New Living Translation, the New Living Translation of Philip, Philippians 3 and verse 10 says, I want to know Christ and experience the mighty power that raised him from the dead. I want to know Christ. I'm not going to stop there. And I want to experience, I want to experience, I want to experience the mighty power that raised him from the dead because it's part of the promise. And there's no better time than now that we need to appropriate the power of resurrection. And when we do, the Lord is excited because it was part of the reasons why he died. You can't take a part of it. Ah, oh, he cost him so much. Why don't you come into the fullness of why he resurrected? Why he showed them the sign? Why he said peace to you? Why he showed up in the midst of their not even getting it right? Glory to God. I want us to pray. Are you with me? I thank God for families huddled together. Why don't you lift up your right hand? This is not a prayer just because I said it. This is a prayer based on your now clear understanding that resurrection is not just to be celebrated. It is supposed also to be appropriated. Paul said that I may know Christ and experience the power. How can you express what you have not downloaded or appropriated? Appropriated means take it and go with it and use it and enjoy it. Why don't you lift up your right hand with me and say, I understand that the same mighty power, say after me, I understand that the same mighty power that raised Jesus Christ is available for me today. And today, I download it into my life. I download it into my family. I download it for my marriage. I download it into my health. I download it concerning my work. I download it concerning my church, the body of Christ, and our nation. Let's do it again. I understand that the same mighty power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is available for me. Today, I download it into my life. I download it into my family life. I download it into my marriage. I download this mighty resurrection power concerning my health, into my health. I download it into my work, into my finances. I download this mighty resurrection power into my church, into the body of Christ, and into my nation. And so we receive it on the basis of understanding on the basis of the covenant of life, the covenant of grace, sealed in the precious blood of Jesus, we download it by faith. We come into an experience, like Paul said, experiencing the power of resurrection. And to all to the glory of God, great will be our testimonies in Jesus' mighty name. Ah, I want to say, I hear you say amen and amen. One amen for yourself, one amen, amen for your family, one amen for your marriage. And if you're not married, one amen for your marriage that's going to happen soon. One amen for your work and your finances. 
Hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. I'm already, I'm already feeling the working of his great power. Hallelujah. Why would I be a Christian and not experience the power? Even Paul said so. And now, because you have the knowledge and the understanding, I want to now prophesy on the basis of your prayer. The Bible says, if two shall agree concerning anything, are we in agreement? Say, I agree with you. And I'm saying, I agree with you. He said, once we pray about something and we agree, it is established. On the basis of the prayer concerning the, the blessing of uh, experiencing the resurrection power, on the basis of that agreement, I want to prophesy. The prophesying is to unleash it, is to quicken it and to give it speed. Will you say amen? <laughs> Hallelujah. Something dangerous is beginning to happen. It's happening in the spiritual realm, in the celestial realm. It's going to now manifest in the terrestrial realm. Some of you, you will be my testimony. I want you to text me. I want you to phone me. I want you to post it on our website. The testimony that is going to come on the wings of this prayer, of this agreement, and this prophetic release. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so I prophesy that this, these things I'm going to release now will be the results of the prayer and agreement concerning the release the the, 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 the the release, the appropriation, and the downloading of the resurrection power, the same mighty power that raised Jesus Christ up from the dead, to be begin to manifest in our lives, I, I begin to prophesy that as they look for Jesus in the tomb, the tomb that represents defeat, that represents failure and shame, as they look for him in that tomb and they didn't find him there, oh, I, I prophesy that so shall it be with you, child of God, so shall it be with your family. Oh, so shall it be that when they look for your finances and your business in the red side, which means in the debit side, no, no, they're not going to find it there, by the release of resurrection power. That which was dead comes to life and you're catapulted forward to be the head and not the tail. And then in the new economic that's coming, oh, God is reshuffling things because the order didn't favor us. This time around, God is going to make sure we get thrown up. And so we're above the situation, no longer under the circumstances. So I prophesied, so it established, so it shall be to the glory of God in the name of Jesus. Where is your amen? Oh, as they look for Jesus amongst the losers, they didn't find him. So why do you look for the living amongst the dead? Oh, the Bible says they, they, an angel had rolled away the stone and kind of sat postured on the stone for effect. I said, why? How can the son of righteousness be amongst the losers? You are not destined to lose. You are destined to win. Grace is the equation. Grace the question of grace is grace is equal to destined to win. He, the angel sat there and waited for Mary to come. He wasn't going to move. He said, you don't do that. He said, look at where he lay. He ain't there anymore. Even the shrouds and the clothes of shame and death, they were left there for them. He had a reason. 
unto glory. Child of God, when this is over, like by our law, when this is over by the grace of God, it ain't going to be how it used to be. The power of resurrection will quicken everything that concerns us. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Can I hear amen? Can I see you post your amen? I want you to make it bold. I want you to put many exclamation marks. I want you to say amen and amen and amen and amen. Bear Loshi Marie into the glory of God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm still prophesying. As his resurrection brought, brought transformation into the life of the, his disciples, turning scared and cowardly men into great apostles who changed the world and turned the world the right side up, so shall the resurrection power of our Lord Jesus Christ transform our own lives, my life, your life, everyone listening to me, transform our own lives too, from loser to winner, from struggler to victor, in the, from borrower to lender, from weak to strong, to the glory of God in Jesus' mighty name. That mighty power, we pray for it in Jesus' mighty name. Can I hear you say amen? Can I say amen and amen? Hallelujah. Somebody clap your hands. Give the Lord a shout and say glory and honor and praise. On Resurrection Sunday, I tapped into something. Benny, glory to God. I'm still prophesying. I'm almost done. I lift up my hands, releasing the grace of God to you. Because God loves you so much, he kept me in a tumble dryer. Letting you know that even when you are behind closed doors, I have foreseen it and I still bless them. And so today, ah, because we have had the wisdom to download and stop just admiring the resurrection power because we have appropriated it in prayer with thanksgiving because we have agreed concerning it, made the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ which always precedes and which always ushers in the miracles prayed for, miracles we have asked for, miracles that we have cried about, may the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ that always heralds this manifestation of answer prayers begin to manifest in our lives, resulting in awesome testimonies to the glory of God without fail, without any chance of failure in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, thank you. For it is done, sealed by the blood of Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus, and any attempt to mess with this agreement, any attempt to scramble this prophecy, it received the fire of the Holy Spirit, no matter where it's coming from, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This resurrection season that came as a gift in the midst of hell we have never seen or heard or read about before. It's so well timed. And I see the captives set free. I see chains and chains of brass broken. I see gates of wickedness removed. I see limitations are done away with because of the manifestation of God's resurrection power. And I thank God for it. And I give God all the glory. I give God all the praise. Blessed be the name of our Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. If you are glad that you are part of this broadcast today, you better say thank you, Jesus. Because had they not gone to the cross, we would never know what is called a resurrection power. And so, I want to thank God for you. Please share your testimonies with me. Go to our website, 
um, www.thegraceassembly.org post it and I will respond to that may the Lord of glory who is seated at the right hand of majesty be so pleased to witness the continuation of the workings of the mighty power of God amongst the children of God hallelujah and at this point my time is gone but let me tell you that this is not the end on Wednesday, I want you to join me at 6 p.m. Why? Because in this season, as we receive resurrection power, things begin to work. God also wants us to go into the place of preparation for new things. Because the old things as they were are gone. They're not going to come back. So there's no point saying, oh, the good old days. Bible says, when you say the good old days, you do not inquire wisely. No, 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 no. It's not going to happen. We're going into a new season. We're going into a new world. And God has allowed it to be. So God is saying, beyond your prayers, it is time for preparation. What did I say? Preparation for new things. And on Wednesday at 6 p.m., I have two distinguished pastors and valiant businessmen who are going to share um, the stage or the altar with me. I'm going to have Pastor Bad Yomi Badejo Kusaya, who is the MD of um, CMC Connect International and is also the president of the African Association of the Public Relations Practitioners. Great position, great man. And he's also a pastor in the house. And I'm going to have Pastor Conrad Adigwe as well, who is a top management expert and he is very, very um, knowledgeable in. In, um, in digital technology and digital processes. And so we're going to be talking about preparation for the new things that are going to come. Don't be afraid. It is set up for our advantage. Just because we haven't been there before is what makes us a little nervous. Whatever we've never experienced before, we will be nervous, but all that will be put to rest as we consult with the Lord and the Spirit of the Lord, and He shows us how to prepare. The Bible says Jesus opened their understanding that they may comprehend and so as we go into the place of preparation, it will be based on the opening of our understanding to know how we ought to understand what is coming, to comprehend how we need to navigate so that we're the head and not the tail. It, it will have a lot to do with preparation. Hebrews 11 verse 7a talks about Moroni. The Bible says, Hebrews 11 verse 7a, the New King James Version of the Bible says, By faith Noah... Being warned by God about things not yet seen. God warned him about, about, about what was going to happen. And there's a lot happening to us. Bible said Noah did not just hear what God said. He prepared. He prepared an ark for the saving of his household. He did something. God didn't prepare the ark. He did. Without the ark, there's nothing God could do for him. But the sad thing is the same Noah who built the ark, prepared an ark for the saving. He did not prepare for a world. That is inhabited by only eight people. And the Bible says after that, because he a lack of preparation will always lead to failure. Because he wasn't prepared for a world that was not populated at all. There were only eight of them. He didn't know how. The Bible says he planted a vineyard after he came out of the ark. He drank of the wine. He got drunk and he became naked. And as a result, he invited a curse into his own family by cursing him. The blessed man who found grace in the sight of God who was wise enough to prepare for the flood, did not prepare for after the flood. Some people are prepared for what is going on by stocking their house, but they're not prepared for what is coming after the lockdown, after COVID-19. And that's why you must join me. I'll give you one scripture quickly. Proverbs 22, verse 3, the Living Bible. Proverbs 22, verse 3, the Living Bible says, A prudent man foresees the difficulties ahead. 
A prudent man is a man that does his thinking, 360 degrees thinking. He foresees the difficulties ahead, and there are difficulties ahead. And the Bible says, prudent foresees the difficulties ahead and prepares for them, but the simpleton goes on blindly and suffers the consequences. That is not be your portion in Jesus' name. The, the Passion Translation says a prudent person with insight, not sight, insight. <laughs> a prudent person with insight foresees danger and what is coming and prepares himself, prepares himself for it, but the senseless rush blindly forward and suffer the consequences. I want you to join me on Wednesday at 6 p.m. with Pastor Yomi Badi Yokusoya and Pastor Conrad Adigwe. We're going to be talking about preparing for the times that are coming. We talk about adequate preparation and thorough preparation. I thank you for joining us today. I'm sure that you are blessed.